Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello and welcome to episode 16, one six of the Parenting Tools podcast with me, Jordan. And me, Jason. This is the podcast where myself and Jordan talk about the woes and the very high highs of being parents <laughs> and uh, just generally our lives. This is our space where we just rant for 40 minutes about being this, dads. This is my therapy. <laughs> Definitely <is. laughs> So Jason, I wanted to, um, I don't want to exaggerate, but I feel like we should contact the Guinness Book of Records. Oh. Because I feel like we may officially be the busiest people in the world. Oh, come on. You lured me straight in there. I was hooked. I I was genuinely like ready to get a certificate on my wall. (laughs) So we're back on Zoom because, well, because life. We are back on Zoom. This week has been madness. Like, I don't know about you, John, but I, I feel like I already operate at a busy level. And so when something comes out of, like, comes out of the ordinary and just knocks you for six, it's like everything cascades and it's just so busy. So earlier this week, we were back in hospital with Noah. And before I tell you the full story, all, I just want to get some pity first. Because I've had <laughs> <laughs> a few nights of very broken sleep. And we've talked about this many times, but I just feel like I'm not functioning as a human being, let alone a parent. I'm just vaguely aware of what's going on. Vaguely aware. <laughs> Life is happening and you're there somewhere. It's like my body's on, everything's like on autopilot, like stuff is still happening, but I'm just not like being able to be aware of everything right in the moment. Yeah. You've not got the mental capacity to be present. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that, I purely put that down to just sleep. So I think as soon as I can get a few extra hours in, we're back to normal. I've started to write lists. Like anytime something comes to mind, I just write it down now because I will forget it. Welcome to the, the list side. I'm a, I'm a list writer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for having me. Well, <laughs> I've got lists for, so I've got obviously lists for work, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but I, I generally have a personal list that I write 
every Monday. I have a little meeting with myself. I have a little to-do list. That's <laughs> what I do. And just go around every little thing. However, this week, I missed my little meeting with myself. Come on, tell us about Monday then. What happened? So on Monday, on Sunday night, uh, our daughter, Noah, she's two years old. Uh, she was complaining about having pain in her side. Now, this had been going on for already a day or so. And she's had various uh, health issues in the past. And so we kind of just clocked it up to, oh, it's, you know, it, it could just be, you know, just an infection or a virus or something. She started nursery the week before. And so we just assumed, oh, she's caught something. Mm. And then Sunday <clears throat> night was just horrific there was just no sleep was being had whatsoever and so on monday we we woke up after having about three and a half hours sleep um and we ran the doctors do all the stuff that you do ended up going to a and e and um essentially what had happened is we thought noah had a urine infection what had happened is that she had passed a kidney stone Jeez. That we didn't know she had. And she or also has another kidney stone that's in there. Um, still. Still, yeah. So they're not as worried about that one, um, although she's still been in a bit of pain. Uh, but they think it's in a good position. We're just back on now the treadmill of meetings and follow-ups and scans. But essentially the whole of Monday, um, it took the whole of Monday for them to establish it was a kidney stone that she'd passed, which caused her the pain and also... There's another stone in there. Wow. So that was Monday. Um, my amazing wife did the first shift in the hospital and uh, we swapped over and I, I got the better deal. I needed about an hour and a half and then she joined me and stayed with me. So, <laughs> And she brought me Starbucks. Oh, that was amazing. Um, What's your Starbucks order? Oh, at the moment it's an iced caramel macchiato. Ice, any time of day? Any time of day. Just a, First thing in the morning. Just a milkshake for grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, oh, see, I, I go for a hazelnut cappuccino. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I go, I'll go for an ice one if it's the afternoon. Oh, just in the feel, afternoon? <laughs> yeah, where I feel like, you know, you're at Starbucks and someone says, well, what do you want? But I'm a child, and if I have coffee in the afternoon, I will be up. So <laughs> rather than, like, ask for a hot chocolate or a smoothie, I'm like, oh, I'll have a, a nice... A nice cappuccino or something. It's it's still got coffee in it though. It's still got caffeine. I in know, it. yeah, but it, it makes me feel like I'm not having a hot drink in the afternoon. Uh, I got you. I got you. I'm not honestly. I'm, I'm about to offend half the people here, but I'm I'm not really that big a fan of hot drinks. Really? Yeah. When you say half the people here, it's just me and you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> half, <laughs> half of our audience, half of our listener base. Probably statistically, it's probably more, but not a hot drinker. Hot drinker? A hot tea drinker. <laughs> What's your preference out of Starbucks and Costa? Oh, Starbucks, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, easy one, straight off the bat. Right. See, I like it. I prefer Costa drinks, and this is going to make me sound a bit silly. I prefer to sit in a Starbucks. I think they're nicer to be in, but I prefer oh, a Costa yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Starbucks feels newer. Yeah, it's Costa anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your daughter's kidney stones. So anyway, we we. <laughs> We got through on Monday when it, when it was my turn to take over. Um, Emma had been waiting for hours to see the doctors. I turn up. I'm there for probably half an hour and we get taken straight through for the ultrasound. Noah's been sleeping the whole time that I'm there so I don't have to entertain her. That was a quite easy job of mine. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, they 
we were doing the ultrasound and uh, the guy was just asking me, oh, is it usually the right kidney that they get them in? And so when, you, when you're doing an ultrasound, the, the people doing it, I, I think they're not really allowed to tell you much just in case they're wrong. And so they just oh, yeah. do the scan and then the doctor's supposed to look at it and inform you what's going on. Um, but I could see on the little screen where he was scanning just like the little image of like a, a circular thing, which I assumed was a stone because uh, yeah. he was spending a long time looking at it. Um, but anyway, we, we kind of got through all of that. And now we're just back onto the treadmill of getting Noah back into routine, but also knowing she now has a kidney stone. Um, yeah. So it's just, yeah. What do you do with that information? Two years old. I know. It's, well, it's a hard one, I imagine. Dear me. Like it's, I always say this, it's, it's hard enough when they've got a cold, <laughs> you know, or they, they stub their toe or something, something that you know is short term and very all right. It's hard enough. So the, the, the one thing is, is that they, they do say that it shouldn't affect them the same way it would an adult. Um, right. So for the most part, she should be able to just go about a normal day to day. It's just when it begins to, either try to pass or it causes her a bit of pain that shouldn't be as common as it is in adults uh, based on the size of it um, but as we've seen now because um, we weren't having regular scans even though they, they kind of know it's an issue um, she's had to pass this kidney stone with, without even being prepared or um, even like cowpol just just not being mm. on hand with that and so now we're kind of just being even more vigilant um, and we're quite vigilant with hospital and health and all that sort of stuff um but yeah, that just knocks you for six. And then obviously both me and my wife are working full time. And so now our week has got so much shorter, but the same amount of work needs to get done. And so it's just yeah. now trying to catch up with all of that. But also to add on to all of that, me and my wife have recognized, because we've done this so much now, that when we do a hospital stint, we have to take time out to properly refresh because otherwise you don't fully recover and you're mm. already running on empty. And so we're being really intentional about just actually taking more space of cancelling some plans and actually just resting and just spending time together. Um, yeah. So that's actually been quite nice this week. And has she gone back to, to nursery now or has she just had some time yeah. off? She, she was straight back in the next day. And so she only goes in for half a day. Um, and that was apparently the worst time dropping her off. Um and of course, like she's been through hospital, she wants comfort and security. Um, and then to drop her off at nursery, she, she M dropped her off and she said she just screamed. Um, oh. She screamed so much that she actually fell asleep. Oh, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. So by the time we picked her up, she was happy and she was all right. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of back to normal for a bit, but normal with kidney stones, trying to figure out what's causing them that's just not as simple as I'd like it to be. Um, yeah. Like I think I was quite naive just generally in, when it comes to health and when there's something up, like with a computer, you can just click scan and it'll like, it will show you everything going on. They don't really do that with humans. <laughs> so that would be really helpful if someone could develop that. You can't run a quick diagnostic <laughs> that, that just tells you what, what's wrong. Well, yeah. speaking of um, recovering and having some quality time together, um, we put out on Instagram, so on the last uh, podcast episode, you said, you know, what are the things that people do to get out of the slump? Yes. And we asked that question on Instagram and we had some people come back. Um, we had one which was 
so so nice to read someone put tbh to be honest it's listening to the podcasts it helps me feel a lot less alone and it makes me laugh a lot that's amazing that's why we do this podcast yeah yeah to help people feel like they're not alone yeah like that you're not the only ones thinking this is mental (laughs) so yeah that was a really nice one uh date night just the two of us uh someone else said quality time with the kids and i think that's a really good one because yeah a lot of times it can be the kids that are annoying you even if they're not doing anything wrong they're just being kids and you just think i just need a minute here spending quality time with the kids where you're with the kids and they're not doing your head in is really nice so doing something chilled and that we enjoy with a few love heart faces. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a nice one. Uh, another one for date night. Um, and they were the four responses that we got this afternoon. So that was that was nice to read. So there you go. You've got three to pick from. <laughs> that's how you get out the slump. And I've got to say that all of those work fairly well. Um, like, and The distinction is quite helpful there. Like quality time with your kids where you're not, in a rush or trying to plan something or trying to get from A to B, like yeah. actually enjoying the activities. Um, that that really is kind of one of those moments where for me, especially like I get a little bit emotional, like, oh, this is nice. Um, yeah. One of those just reminders of this is why actually we're, we wanted to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always nice when you feel like you've had a good day with the kids for me yeah. um, and you've been somewhere and you've, you've made some memories. So we've had a a message come in from Alice on Instagram and Alice says this, and Alice has got a real, I think potentially funny talking point that we all go through at some point. So Alice said, hi guys, just wanted to say how much I love listening to the podcast. Usually it's during his naps. I'm a first time mum to a six month old little boy called Henry. Oh, that's nice. First time mum, newborn bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Listening regularly to the pod makes me somewhat excited, but slightly anxious (laughs) of the years that we've got ahead to parent our little boy. (laughs) I love hearing your parenting stories and top tools. Top tools. Especially from a dad perspective, it's so important to hear dad's voices shared too. And then she says this, Jason, she gives you a little shout out. I've been in fits of laughter listening to you guys. I need to point out though, Jason's laugh. It's just infectious. Once I hear the laugh, I can't stop laughing. That's brilliant. All all of a sudden, I've become very self-aware of my laugh. Yeah. It's a change your laugh now. Um, Someone else has mentioned that to me as well. Oh, really? About about your laugh, yeah. Um, And this is the topic, excuse me, that Alice wants to to cover. So I've got a topic for you. Baby-proofing. Henry has begun rolling now which is great, but also terrifying because he can move, move in capital letters. Yeah. We've got stage one rolling and sitting up. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Stage two, mini terrorist mode activated, (laughs) crawling (laughs) and walking. What are your baby proofing tips slash hacks? But what I really want to know, what are your baby proofing fails? From Alice in Devon. Thank you, Alice. That's a great comment and question, Alice. And firstly, like being anxious for the future, don't be. It's you. You learn on the job, and it it genuinely gets better. Um, Like as a as a father with a a boy, Alice, do be anxious. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. No, I'm, oh, I'm just joking. It's, it's the best, but boys are, <laughs> boys are something else. So do you want oh, to start with some parenting fails there, Jace? Oh, parenting fail. Is it fails based on baby proofing? Baby proofing, yeah. I've got one that comes straight to mind. Oh, go for it. Myla ate a spider the other day. What? <laughs> <laughs> you see the little legs hanging out of her mouth? Side of her mouth. <laughs> I wasn't there, but um, my wife said that Lucas, so Lucas three, he shouted, Mommy, there's a spider. She walks in. Uh, spider's gone. <laughs> he looks what? at Myla, who's turned one last month, and she just sees the legs on her oh, cheek. Oh, no. No, and uh, no, Milo's eating a spider. No, <laughs> no, not not about that. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose that's not something that we could have. Uh, we could have <laughs> can't really guard against that. Uh, there's not baby proofing, but it is a, a fail that's come to mind straight away. It's funny as soon as they start to crawl, everything in your house just gets higher. <laughs> yeah, there's no decorative, you know, features, ornaments prints, candles on the floor around the fireplace. Everything is just out of reach. Windowsills suddenly get crammed. <laughs> so we had this debate with me and my wife and um, I was like, right, we need to get the little rubber corners on for the, all the all the tables, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, she was just like, no, we'll just we'll just teach her to, to not hit her head on the table. And I've got to say, yeah. so we have chosen to there's not a lot of baby proofing gone in. Now, when I say that, we've removed anything that can just, she can quickly eat and get yeah. lodged, all that sort of stuff. Like I said, all the little ornaments, they're gone. However, corners and that, they're all bare. They're, they're all there. And I think when there's one, and like we have a relatively tame child when it comes to running around. And, um, oh, wow. I've, this is this is live information. I've just got a text from um <laughs> She's literally sent me a text saying, I think Noah's got chicken pox. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Goodness me. I will uh, to... uh, update you on the she story as go. news comes in. <laughs> nah, she'll be fine. She, she, she sent me a text saying she's okay. She's in the bath. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. wow. That's, that's going to be a live topic for next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Dear me, that's hot off the press. Anyway, got back to baby proofing. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't really do much much baby proofing um but like i said she's relatively quite tame when she's running around and playing mm. i think if she was more boisterous then i would be a lot more worried yeah yeah i think one it's not so much a hack but we bought those uh clips for cupboards in the uh, kitchen yeah. so the the babies can't open them they they really came in quite useful uh, first time around we've not yet got them uh, with Myla um, who has suddenly just started walking she suddenly now walks she's wow. only 12 months old wow. just started to walk around so she is just getting everything out in the kitchen at the minute <laughs> um, so we need to get some of those so they are really quite helpful um, those clips and you can get them on Amazon quite cheap um, so yeah I'd recommend some of those so what are they are they like they're locks or yeah, so it's so the ones that we had, it's just um, two pieces, one that you stick to the inside of the cupboard, one that you stick to the door, and it just catches on. Ah, okay. But then you press a button and you can open it. Uh, it got to a point though where Luca realised, well, he learned how to do it, so um, <laughs> didn't really help us <laughs> after a while. But they're really quite, uh, really quite useful. Ah, uh, so yeah, because we we just 
like rearranged the kitchen. So like all of our bowls and stuff used to be really high and, and all of our crockery is now, but all of Noah's stuff is down in the low cupboards so she yeah. can get them out herself. Um, and so we've just kind of rearranged. There's nothing dangerous that she can kind of access really quickly um, until she's figures out how to get a chair out. Um, <laughs> that was probably one of our hacks of just maneuvering stuff that she needs into places where she can reach easily. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't work all the time, but... <laughs> Do you know, I said last week that we had a broken washing machine that wouldn't drain. Yes. Myla managed to open that. So we had two lots of flooded kitchen. Again. <laughs> this was a couple of days after the original, but um, yeah, she managed to open that. Wow. Yeah, that was a bit of a fail. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a, it's not a, uh, a house proofing fail, but I did have a, a dad fail. Oh no. On Sunday. So we went to pick conkers. And you know, we said about sparklers, like once you've done one sparkler, you've done them all. Yeah. I feel like that applies to getting conkers too. Like once you've <laughs> once you've picked some conkers, you've done it. But I love it. I love taking um the kids to to the park to get conkers. And I picked up a branch. Well, it was more of a stick, I threw it into the tree to knock some conkers down. Landed on Lucas' head. Um, the stick. Oh. It just conked. <laughs> Not the conkers, the stick. It was like a game of kaplunk. The stick was just dropping through the tree and it just landed oh. on his head. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting the conker. Oh, but the actual stick you've lobbed. Is it, was it a heavy yeah. stick? It was heavy. I, well, I thought it was robust enough to get some conkers down. <laughs> so it hit him on the head. Um, and then... We did it again. Uh, and <laughs> this time, my wife was stood next to him. The stick again goes their direction. She runs away from him, shouting, watch your head. <laughs> and it landed on his head again. Oh, mate, you've, you've dropped her in it there. <laughs> well, twice. So, yeah, I hit, him, I hit him with, inadvertently, landed a stick on his head uh, twice on Sunday. It's, it's okay, though, right? Oh, yeah, he was fine. <laughs> Once he was crying, and then once we said, "Look, we've got conkers," he was absolutely fine. Yeah, it is funny though. Like going back to the whole baby proofing thing, is that you spend quite a few weeks getting them to stand, and then you're helping them walk, and you're going, "Come on, you can do it." Then as soon as they start walking, you're like, "Please just sit down." Yeah, yeah. Sit still, and yeah. you just think, "Why did I encourage this <laughs> so much?" Yeah, people that are worried about the kids not not walking at an early age don't. <laughs> Don't enjoy it. Because <laughs> I've seen a few carnage. people opt for like those little cages. No, not mm. not cages for your children, but like play pens. Play pens. That's a better yeah, word for play, it. Play. <laughs> and at one Prison point, we were, we were considering it just to have some more freedom, like with being able to leave her in places. But we never yeah. went for it. And I'm, I'm always curious to know if that people that use them, how how do they are they worth it? Are they worth the investment? Was it good? I, I want to hear some reviews. I've seen one guy online who used the pen to pen himself in. Genius. So he's, he sat there uh, with a table next to him. So he's got his chair, table next to him of snacks. He's playing on his Xbox and then he's got the pen around him. <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> Quality, isn't it? Yeah, I, I saw that and thought that's a really good idea. <laughs> so thank you, Alice, for that. And we've had another message on Instagram 
And if you do want to send us a message, please follow us on Instagram at Parenting Tools Pod. Uh, you can do that on TikTok as well at Parenting Tools Pod. Or Jason, if people want to email us, what can they do? You can Gmail us at ParentingToolsPod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. So we've had another message from international listeners. Come on. So this one is on Instagram from Sander. And Sander is from Amsterdam. Oh, very nice. So we've gone Northern Ireland, Switzerland, Amsterdam. Lovely. And he set us a challenge. So Sander says this. Hi there. Question from a Dutch listener. I have two children. And he's put the spelling of his little boy's name. (laughs) G-I-J-S. G-I-J-S. And he's put, go on, try and butcher his name. (laughs) We obviously listened to a struggle with um, Callum. And he's put, it's okay. He's just turned two. And Han is six weeks. He's got a two-year-old and a six-week-old. Two under two. Wow. You're doing well, Sander, to be messaging me on social media, to be honest. (laughs) Um, And well, before we get into the rest of the message, how do you think... Oh, G-I-J-S is pronounced. I mean, Sander, we struggle with names in our own na- in our native language. Yeah, it's true. How, spell it again for me. G-I-J-S. How, what's a Dutch G sound like? Oh, that's a good question. Because I, I know vaguely that I think there's two different pronunciations for the G. A hard G and a soft G, but I don't know what either sounds like <laughs> yeah well what sander doesn't know is so i've mentioned before that my dad is italian I've got yes. italian family my dad grew up in belgium where they speak dutch come on i'm expecting and you to nail this i've got dutch cousins some one of my uncles married a dutch woman and i've got dutch cousins so is one of them called did <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I've said all that, I'm going to use my working out from football. So Virgil van Dijk, D-I-J-K, Dijk. Okay. Steven Bergwijn, the wine is W-I-J-N. So I think I-J is an I sound. So I'm going to go for Geis. Geis. I'm going to go for Heish. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good idea. Or is it a silent S and it's Guy? Because Guy is a name. Guy is a name. Right, final answers. <laughs> I'm going to go for Geis. Geis, I'm going to go for Heiss. 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 Well, yeah, there's there's Louis van Gaal. He's G, but it's a soft Hal. Heiss. Heiss. That's, see, that's the soft G. There we go. That's one yeah. thing I learned. I'm going to go for the hard G of the Heiss. <laughs> I'm going to need a strep so like this. <laughs> Sander, we're going to need a voice memo response for yeah. the actual pronunciation. Ashtablief. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only bit of Dutch I know. And fountain <laughs> is fontaine. Oh, that's, Basically, that's, that's Dutch, is, Dutch is English words with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, so changing gears slightly, Sandra's got a question for us. So he's got a two-year-old and a six-week-old. And he said this, we are fighting a lot about nothing. How do you keep your relationship sane? Any advice, greetings, Sander, a dad from Amsterdam. Sander, that is a great question. And I think I think I speak for both of us here, Jordan. We are not perfect husbands. Yeah, nor not... are we relationship therapists no. <laughs> to talk about this in any way. <laughs> no, not at all. We are quite simply two dads just trying our best. <laughs> yeah, and this podcast is us sharing our experiences. So... We can do our best to, to share our experiences. Um, do you want to jump in first, Jason? Because um, you're wiser than I am. <laughs> I'm just gray, getting grey hairs come out. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think we've talked about it quite a lot as well. And I think for me, I notice when I'm getting ratty and all of that because I'm tired. And I think there's a level of when you're new parents or when you've got two under two, like there's a doesn't sound like there's a lot of sleep going on there. Or it could be there's just not a lot of space to think a lot. Yeah. Like for me, I require a lot of time to think through things and process things. And when stuff is busy, I'm just, I'm not operating at my best at all. And little things can become quite big and I can become quite snappy, even though I'm not moody. Like I'm, I'll snap, even though I don't feel angry or anything like that. I'll just be run down. And yeah. So one thing I try to do and I, this is a real conscious effort that I, I've always tried to do in our relationship, but actually even more so now as a parent. Um, I try to be really quick with the sorry and be really quick to nip anything in the bud of like, if I've like raised my voice or just been snarky or, or a bit ratty, like I try to as soon as possible, like, I'm so sorry. I don't, don't even know where that's come from. Um, and often like, you know, we can try and explain things away, like being tired or, or just having a bad day. But I just tried to leave it at the, I just made a mistake there and just moved past it really quickly. Um, almost try and get there before my other half has time to process what's gone on and then respond. <laughs> <laughs> because often, like, my wife is, is nowhere near as snappy as me half the time. And so it's just that, just trying to get there quickly. Mm. Just to preface that, we're, we're not a very argumentative couple. Um, we debate a lot of topics. <laughs> Um, but we we don't tend to argue that much. We do argue more when we're tired, when things are stressed, when Noah's ill. Um, and so like, for example, last weekend, tensions are really high. And so yeah. we're both like worrying and panicking. And so that is, that's a high potential area for us to argue, which is why 
like for example tonight and last night it was like right and the night before it was like we just need time together just just time you pick something that you like and we'll just spend time together um and that for us is just we tend to argue more the less time we spend together yeah we're the same <clears throat> yeah we're we're 100 percent the same so that's that i don't know how much of that's advice um but, but what are your thoughts jord um flowers <laughs> flowers help <laughs> so i so we um one thing that i don't want to do is kind of air my dirty laundry between me and my wife on this podcast but also be honest and real yeah um and i've mentioned recently that my wife's gone back to work so we've had a complete change of routine and a complete change of our setup so we've been trying to kind of refined our feet almost recently um and with that comes a bit of unbalance and a bit of tension i think something that you said really resonates with me is to get the sorry in early is to to recognize that you you've done something not even necessarily wrong but you've you've not handled things in the way that you would have liked to yeah and, and it's just getting the sorry in quickly and saying Do you know what I'm I'm sorry for saying that in the way that I did, or I'm sorry I said it, but this is why. And I think an explanation and being honest with each other of, do you know what? You did something yesterday, or you said something yesterday that annoyed me, or maybe felt made me feel a bit not good about myself, and this is why. And it's being open to kind of not constructive feedback because this isn't a business, this is your marriage, but being open to talking about the the stuff that maybe you want to improve on mm. in a, a way that you're not judging each other. And you can take that on board without an argument, uh, which is sometimes easier said than done. Um, but that's something for us. I think me personally, I can't speak on my wife's behalf too much, but for me it is kind of recognize when she's stressed and she just doesn't want to have jokes thrown her way. She just wants a bit of space. Say sorry, but also be honest with with how you're feeling in a a healthy way. That, yeah, that's so good. And like the, the sorry thing for us, it didn't didn't always used to work because my wife would, if I said sorry too quickly, she would think that I've not processed it properly and it's not a real mm. sorry. Yeah, but then it, it was just a misunderstanding of just my sorry is almost just an admission I've done something wrong. And then we'll figure out and dissect it a little bit more afterwards. Um, but I was listening to um, a podcast earlier today. Uh, it's called the Blind Boy Podcast. Bit of a strange name. It's a bit of a weird podcast. Very good, but a little bit strange. A uh, <laughs> bit of uh, expletives in there as well. Um, but he was just talking about <clears throat> kind of when you're um, feeling a bit down or you're not operating as how you should be, um, or you're maybe feeling a bit depressed how you're just completely not self-aware. Um, so the example that he gave is that he was, if, you, if you're you outside and it's raining, you could just be feeling really miserable and like, oh, I've had such a really bad day. But you're not self-aware enough to go, oh, it's just because I wore the wrong coat and I'm wet and I'm sweaty and uncomfortable. Yeah. But when you're in a much better kind of headspace, you go outside, it's raining, you go, oh, I need a different coat. <laughs> and then the whole thing changes perspective. Um, but he was kind of saying it from the point of when, when you're operating like that, you're just so not aware of being in the moment 
and you're so annoyed or you're frustrated and you're not fully aware of why, um, they could have really simple practical solutions to a lot of those things. But just actually having the, the headspace to connect that with actually what's going on, that's part of the problem. And I think as parents as well, when you're tired, you're stressed, you've got lots of things to worry about, nursery fees, we won't get there again. <laughs> but when there's stuff like a lot of stuff to worry about, it can really over overcrowd like your brain and how you process things and so especially when it comes to our relationships just not being as in the moment or aware of what's going on um, can be sometimes the cause of us not operating at our best um, yeah so I just found that really interesting and like quite relatable yeah I, I said it on one of the really early episodes that I saw a friend that had kids before the rest of us and he was like you know you need to make sure that you prioritize relationship because having kids will put a strain on it, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Um, we had a comment on TikTok and I can't remember what the user's name was. I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, but they said like with parenting, don't, um, don't kind of have competition of who, who's the most tired, who's had the least sleep, who's done the most work, who's the most stress. And she signed it off with, I learned this the hard way. So like there's someone talking from experience there. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, an important thing as well. And the one word that comes up quite a lot is team. Like you and your wife have to be a team. And often there's tensions within teams, you know, and not to use sports analogies, but, but sometimes one person wants to do things one way. Someone else wants to use different tactics. And it's sometimes just a bit of humility and saying, actually, you're always better. It's not what I want to do, but it's the yeah. best option today. So let's go with it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a balancing act and it's one that there's no one size fits all. And then when something does work for you, it might not work for you in six months time. So it's constant reevaluating reevaluation for yeah. me personally. And I, th I think that's it as well. If like just the constant reevaluation of always be aware of it and trying to figure out what's going on, even if things are going good, of just like making sure they stay good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's always quite important. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to hear what other people have to say. Such a good question from Sander. Yeah, thank you, Sander. And please do send us a voice note of how you pronounce. <laughs> what are you going for? Heis. Heis. And I'm going to go for Geis or Guy. We're spreading our bets here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Sander. Um, really do appreciate your message. So, uh, Jordan, I've got some of that. I, I need to just kind of change the gear for a moment. Okay. Um, so this week, and probably it makes sense having heard how my week began, but yesterday, popped into Asda, you know, we, I did some extra research, need to figure out, you know, kidney stones, what's causing them, what stuff to avoid, foods, all that, that's all really important. And so I decided to cook a fresh set of meals for Noah, see if she could kind of expand her tastes. Problem is, she's allergic to egg, milk and soy. We've, yep. we've talked about that as well. Yep, the dairy ladder, milk ladder. <laughs> That's the one. That narrows down what you can have. Uh, and so one of the easy dishes that we used to do before we had Noah was tuna pasta. Bit of mayo, oh, bit of tuna, yeah. sweet corn? bit of sweet corn, but sometimes a bit of uh, spring onion. Okay. Yeah, that's that. it. However, we've not had it in our house for two years now. So I thought, you know what? I've heard some reviews of a vegan mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah, no egg. It's quite new. And I know it's quite new because I found it in Asda. 
it, there was none left from the pile. It was the it was the top one. Other supermarkets are available. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I, thought, I, I had uh, had had a trolley. It wasn't a full trolley. There's a few things, but I was so tired, I actually couldn't deal with scanning them at self self checkout. So I decided to go the old fashioned route and go for the actual checkout. Yeah, and nice. A mistake that oh, was. No. <laughs> Oh my word! Like, so first of all, I'm not the first person in the queue. There's someone in front of me. They go through relatively seamlessly. I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I'll be out in the car in a second. To make things worse, Noah and Emma are in the car waiting for me because we we're running a little bit behind anyway. We're on the way back from hospital. We're going to go cook Noah some off. food. So that we're, we're already on the clock, and so actually, oh, the pressure is mounting. And quick uh, question, yeah. When your kids are in the car, yeah, do you still park in the parent and child car park? Hundred percent. Do you? <laughs> I always feel a bit of guilt when I park in a parent and child spot, and I'm sat in there with the kids. We don't need the wider berth because they're still in the car. See, I reason that actually they might need the wider berth if they're difficult to, and you have to get them out of the car, which has happened a few yeah, times. Well, yeah. yeah, if they start kicking off, you might need the birth. <laughs> Bertha. I think that must have been the name of the lady. Anyway, the lady at the checkout, she was, a lo- she, was, she was a lovely lady. But one thing I noticed, and this might be to every store, but in the Asda near me, they've got brand new, spanking new computers, tills, all for the self-checkout. It looks okay. futuristic. It's lovely. It's perfect. But on the checkouts, they don't even have a screen. It's like an old-fashioned keyboard and a scanner. That's it. And so she scans all my shopping, leaves the mail till last. She scans it, and she goes, oh, it's not scanning. And I was like, oh, okay, can you just type in the little number? She said, oh, it's yeah, product, pro- product not found. But then she just sits and stares at me. Did you not go for the dad joke of, oh, it must be free then? <laughs> I wish I did, because all I did was like, oh, kind of need it <laughs> when i worked in retail when i was a student the amount of like middle-aged men oh it must be free then and do we get discount if we pay cash no because that means i've got to count it it's more work <laughs> put your card in but anyway this this poor lady at the checkout because I, I was tired i was on, on the clock she could visibly see i was getting more frustrated what made me more frustrated is that she didn't do anything about it so she's just chilling just like chilling it's not scanning it's not working so Genuinely, she's just sitting there she's literally staring into space that's odd <laughs> it was odd for about three minutes that was very odd three and minutes then, yep and then the person me. behind me went to the lady oh can you can you not just type in the number or just type in how much it is and she went oh yeah <laughs> called somebody over oh can you go find out how much this is and I was like I can tell you it's two pounds there's a big two pound sign in it it's like, okay. Still sat there. Computer says no. In total, there was seven minutes Set- Wow. of no activity. Gosh, I think you could listen to Purple Rain in seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes. And um, to make things worse, it's 10 seconds before the other lady came back with the price. She went, I'll go and then I'll put it through his two pounds. Come on, 10 Bertha. seconds later, the lady comes around and goes, yeah, it's two pounds. How annoying is that? Seven minutes? This has nothing to do with parenting. 
I was just very annoyed. No, just get it off your chest. <laughs> wow, that's annoying. And so whilst this is happening, how's Noah doing in the car? Is she kicking off or is she all right? In my head, she was she was kicking off. She spent all day in hospital. She's got to be miserable. Mm. No, she was fine. She was laughing, okay. dancing in the car. It was it was not a big deal. And so I'm glad I, I wasn't I wasn't moody with the lady. I was quite good. I tried to make her laugh, but she was just she wanted to enjoy her space staring. <laughs> Either that or just really not funny, which is a, quite a big possibility. Well, <laughs> so you get the. <laughs> I know how that feels. So you get the vegan mayo. Yep. And how does the tuna pasta go down? Well, funny you say that, Jordan. Here's some I made earlier. No way. Tuna mayo. For those just listening, I've got a fresh bowl that I made just before the podcast. I'm not going to eat it now because you just hear me eating. But it's we'll take, we'll take the sponsorship off. Honestly, it's it, it tastes just uh, like mayo. Was she and was she all right with it? Yeah, she's fine. It was it was a, it was a hit. Because I recently um, had Luca for the afternoon on my own, and he said, "Oh, I want some some chippies." And I thought, well, do you know what? He's been really good. Like I've had him on my own. He's been brilliant. You know, I've not had to tell him off. He's every time I've done something, he's, he's done it first time. Said, yeah. Let's go to McDonald's, get you some chips. And the McDonald's near us is the slowest McDonald's possibly in the world. <laughs> and when the Guinness book of records man comes, I'll ask him to go check it out while he's here. Um, he's dishing out certificates left, right and centre here. Yeah, he just loves it. Um, and they've got like a lot of Deliveroo and Just Eat and stuff going from there. So it's just it's just full of people yeah. all the time. We queue up, 20 minutes waiting for some chips. All I've ordered him is some chips, that's it. I've not even ordered myself anything. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Get in the car. Oh, I don't want them. <laughs> so at least, at least your seven minutes of silence with Bertha yeah. wasn't wasted. Honestly, I ate the chips and it was nice. And, and then, did he not want them? Was that was that actually what happened? He didn't want them. And then I was finishing them thinking, he's going to ask for them now, isn't he? But he didn't. So I, I swerved that one. Oh, that was a lovely trip out though. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to McDonald's, just a, a shout out to the, uh, to, to the, I was going to say to the wife, but who says that? To the other half, to Em. Uh, we went to McDonald's last week. It was, yeah, one of those times, just needing a McDonald's. And, uh, she put Noah on the naughty step in McDonald's. Have they got one? We made one. <laughs> what did you make, make it of? Like the, the boxes the, what, the, Happy the, Meal. The... <laughs> Excuse me, can I have 16 Happy Meal boxes, please? <laughs> I mean, there were steps. <laughs> but um, yeah, just a shout out, well done. It worked and uh, we had no tantrums. Wow. So just like in front of everyone, you're going on the step. Yep, and it all 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 happened because Noah started biting. Well, not, you are eating, not not, <laughs> not viciously. Like so, M does this thing where she like play bites her toes. Like, oh, I'm going to bite your toes. It makes her laugh. Yep. Noah's taking that to be, oh, it's funny if I bite, and it only mm. happens to M. She doesn't bite anyone else, thankfully yet. <laughs> and so she bit M straight to the naughty step. And uh, in the middle of McDonald's. And that was fine. She sat there for two minutes and then she was a joy to be around. Amazing. Yeah. 
I mean, did you get like any people? Did you get any onlookers? I could be honest. I I don't know. <laughs> you were vegging. <laughs> I was like there, but not there. Yeah. <laughs> we had um, <clears throat> a similar situation where I would um, not push Luca over, but I'd like pick him up. <laughs> this, after the whole stick thing, this isn't good. But I kind of like wrestle him to the ground and then I tickle him. And um, I got called into nursery one day, picking him up. They said, "Oh, he's been he's been pushing people over." Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, oh no!" And the first thing I said was, "They're not smaller than him, are they?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's the first, I just thought, "I hope he's not pushing over smaller kids." Um, and they said, "To be fair, though, when they're on the floor, he tickles them and he cuddles them." And I'm like, "Okay," uh-huh. and I just had to say, "I'm really sorry." That's that's my fault. You know, I, it's a game I play with him where I wrestle him to the floor and then I tickle him and cuddle him. And it's quite difficult sometimes, isn't it? To, you know, the whole fake bite in the toes. Yeah. When they then think, actually, that's a fun game. Yeah. You just take a chunk out of your big toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those worries. And actually, think, talking about wrestling, when we took our kids out for food after, on Sunday... Uh, a few was it a few Sundays ago? Oh gosh! When we it all went out like, together, oh, it, it feels does, like yesterday, but also last year. It does. It feels like a long time ago. We all looked away for two seconds, and there we go. Our children just wrestling, just <laughs> lovingly wrestling. <laughs> a little bit of sumo. <laughs> a little pre-dessert sumo. Well, it's the best time for it. <laughs> Too full after. Post. Post post dessert sumo. Oh no, you get stitch. <laughs> Spe- speaking of dessert, this is a bit of a stretch, of a segue. <laughs> but I mentioned last week that I was going to a wedding. Uh, on Saturday, just gone. Yeah, and it was uh, the wedding of one of my best friends from uni. Shout out Taylor and Adam. Many congratulations. Had the best time, and we were on a table with some of my friends' friends. And they had they had kids, so you start talking about the kids. Um, I was looking for a way to get the podcast in I was there about somehow. To ask you there. Did you get the podcast in? No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I should have done, but <laughs> I didn't. Um, and they said to us, "Oh, how many how many kids you got?" We said, "Oh, we got two, three year old, one year old." What about you? How many kids you got? Four. Four. Now you, you might think four kids—that's normal. They were our age. They were thirty. They've got four kids and they are 30 years old. And we were looking at them, me and my wife, in disbelief at how fresh they were. Like they were really looking good and looking alive. I think we need to get them on the podcast. Need to hear <laughs> I was, we just kept asking questions. We were like, so what? Tell what's me your, your secrets. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we we're like, how, how are you, you know, how are you here and how are you in one piece? And we just couldn't believe it. So they, they'd been together since they were 13. They wow. had their first child at 21, second one at 23, then a three-year gap between two and three. And then they had their next one at 27 and 29. Wow. So when you think about it, you know, that seems really manageable. I am 31 and I've got two. I've got half the amount of children they have 
And I feel like a lot of the times I am not fresh. <laughs> I'll give you an example of this, right? We had some friends around recently and uh, we had a picture on the wall and he said to me, Hey, George, he said, you look young there. Where was that? I said, last Christmas. <laughs> not joking. Not like Christmas just gone, the one before, but still less than two years ago. And he's there saying, gosh, you look young. And I'm like, I've aged a lot since then. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to them because oh, they amazing. they were doing an incredible job and they looked incredible. And I said to him, being a bloke, I said, what car have you got? <laughs> I wanted to know, how do you transport four kids? Through a bus. And well, this is where his persona changed a little bit and he didn't look too fresh. <laughs> He said, I've got a Citroen Grand Picasso. <laughs> he was like, absolute dad wagon. <laughs> it's got to be done. But honestly, I don't know. Don't know how they, they do it, but they do it. And they were so lovely and they were so positive. And it was really refreshing, actually, because, you know, a lot of times, and I know we do it jokingly, like we say, oh, you know, having, having kids is the worst and can't wait to have some time on our own. And I'm sure they feel like that as well but they were just so, so lovely to talk to about their kids, even though we were quizzing them and interrogating them <laughs> on just how. <laughs> and then it got to like four o'clock on the wedding day and I was done. I was so tired, but it was lovely. So we only knew the bride and groom. We didn't know anybody else. Oh, wow. And so me and Leandis had a day to, to ourselves. And we chatted to people and we mingled and stuff, but a lot of times it was just me and her and we had a great time. And it just felt like we had a day to ourselves to kind of recharge and mm. um, refresh, which was really nice. But yeah, I had, a, I had a lovely wedding day. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was good crack. <clears throat> Nearly fell asleep driving home. <laughs> <laughs> so tired. We had both kids in our room at five this morning. Oh, mate. I mate. fell asleep upright this afternoon at my laptop. <laughs> oh, mate. I I am quite tired. Uh, we've got scheduled a uh, a film night to spend time together, but I suspect we'll go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go to the cinema, can you? Because you just fall asleep. Also, no, can't look after herself. <laughs> well, that's true. Just leave her in the car, crack a window. <laughs> and on the, that's a good time to uh, end the podcast there, George, before we get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smashing! Well, I hope uh, I hope she's feeling better soon. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm sure she's already like happy, dancing, playing, chatting away. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll get to the bottom of it soon. Great. Well, thank you for for listening, everybody, and please do get in touch with us at Parenting Tools Pod on TikTok and Instagram. Jason, we hit ten thousand. 10,000 followers. followers on TikTok. That's amazing. I, To be honest, I don't really go on TikTok that much because I feel too old. Well, that was it, yeah. I remember somebody saying to me once, have you got TikTok? And I was like, well, no, because I'm not a teenage girl. <laughs> and they were like, uh, actually, 40% of all TikTok users are over 30. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's because it's parents logging in <laughs> for their teenage kids. No, I, I can see it. It's just, It's just one of those time traps isn't it but i gotta say jordan you're killing it on the tiktok front so if you don't already follow us on tiktok ah oh, it's some good content if i do say so myself <laughs> and if you want to send us an email you can do at parenting tools pod 
at gmail.com. Amazing. Have a great week. See you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.